podcast to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Suicide Squad by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can also find me on social media at No Clutch Nate. And I'm Johnny. I'm the co-host, or co-host, God. I'm the host of Austin Powers I'm Minute. I'm the only host. I'm the only host. Looks like you got like built-in leg warmers in your socks. Is uh, that what's going on there? Or are those like clinical socks? Am I... <laughs> My legs are just swollen. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, yes. I mean, yes, but like... Uh, they got warmers on them. No, these are old cheer socks that I... Cheer like. socks. Yeah. So that's what they wear in the cheerleading? Yeah. The titular. Mm-hmm. No, just a sad leading. <laughs> I mean, a mood. My brand. <laughs> Hades, what are you doing? You afraid to come into the room? Oh, my God. We're not... We derailed. I derailed us. Okay. Today, we're talking about Minute Number 70. By the way, thank you, Johnny, for joining us to promote your show, Austin Powers Minute. The daily podcast where you analyze Austin. all the Austin Powers films by each individual minute. Currently, My name's Johnny. Cur- <laughs> currently analyzing the minute who shagged me. That's the first one. The That's second. second That's one. the second one. Yeah. International Man of Mystery yep. is the first one. Minute of Mystery and was the title. I remember that. You guys can join my society if you want. What's your group the called o- on Facebook? Electric like Psychedelic Pussycat Swingers Club. Like a cult. Yeah, like you know. A cult, they say. A cult. A cult 45. Two zigzags. Red Man's a cult 45 Christmas. Anyways, today we're talking about Minute 70 of Suicide Squad, which is going to start with Katana um, having some chilling words for Harley Quinn. And then the minute is going to end with the team arriving at the lit building that is lit. Yeah. Lit. What, is it two zigzags like he used like double paper or is there two joints? <laughs> Serious question. What did you say to me? Colt 45 and two zigzags. I think two. You get two. Is that two joints or, is it, or do you wrap it twice? Double the paper, double the fun. Is that true? Double mint gum. <laughs> I like the rhyme, so I'll keep it. That was the double mint gum. Um, that was a line. That was yeah. Their marketing pitch for like twenty years was like double the flavor, double mint, double double the fun, double mint gum. And they like marketed yeah, with you twins. Rhymed. It was a lot of twins. Basil. Um, double no, the, the fun, rhyme. double the gum, double the mint. no. It was double the flavor, double the fun, double, double. mint gum. Oh. and I'm pretty sure there's also a so- song that goes oh. with it. I thought you were being cool. No, you don't see that many gum commercials anymore, do you? Yeah, but then again, I don't watch TV. Yeah, I don't watch cable television, so I don't really see commercials. Anyways, um, so last yesterday, last episode, um, Harley Quinn did her thing where she played psychiatrist on all the all the other members of the Suicide Squad. She lands on Katana, um, says she has deep-seated daddy issues, and that she has to hide behind a mask. Uh, and this minute, she takes off the mask and tells Harley Quinn, I am not hiding. Which, again, like I said yesterday, this whole week, really, um, there's a lot of character development that this ex- this entire week of extended footage um, doesn't uh, give us in the theatrical trailer, in the theatrical cut of this movie. Um, and especially for Katana, this is a good bit. I like this. I like these. Uh, I like these lines that she's given. I like the context that is given here. Um, I like this katana. I want to see more of her. And the "I'm not hiding" bit is very, uh, very chilling. You know, she's not afraid to show who she really is. You know, Bueller. You guys, 
Anyway. You were you were going on a thing, so I let you go. <coughs> I was coughing. I'm sorry. <coughs> I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. Um, I just wanted to give you guys some uh, time before we had to talk about the next interaction. No, it's good that Katana has the... Um, mm, Bulls? Yeah. I didn't want to sound too um, objective. She has the guile to remove her mask. Gumption. And gumption. Um, and you know what? She's got the balls to she remove her mask. She does have the balls. Um, it's kind of cool. Uh, I guess it makes sense because she was introduced with a mask on, so no one on the team really knew. Nobody else wears a mask on the team. No one's hiding their persona. Well, and she's also like part of the... Rick Flag people? Yeah, the good guys, okay. I guess. Qu- quote, good guys. Yeah, so that's where we get the line. Harley saying, yeah, that was gangster. I guess just being a, a badass or whatever. Um, but Deadshot has to pull her aside and tell her to stop acting like a drunken stripper, which is... Um, it's fighting words. And then fighting words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he's asking that he she play nice with the other children, um, in which she... What is is that? Is he like noticing that she's just like getting on their nerves? Is that what it is? Yeah. She's just pressing buttons where it's like, hey, just shut up and do the job. Yeah. Yeah, because again, he wants in and out. Like yeah, and in Suicide Squad, it, you know, even with the new Fifty Two run and all that, she was always she's always supposed to be the loose cannon of the group. She like everyone else is like, all right, this is the job we got to do. Let's go and do it and get it over with. And use our abilities to get it done. But Harley Quinn is this. It is the female Joker. And, you know, like they have the Joker technically on their team because she's here. And, like, being asked to play nice, it's like, this is a great moment. Like, why is this not in the film where it's like. It's like when Joker enters the Legion of Doom. Yeah. It's like, we need you to behave. Like, we need you to. So we can get this thing done and get out of here. Um,. But she she's on the she's on the awareness of like him. I mean, she calls him a sellout. You mm-hmm. know? She's like, okay, I'll return quietly to my cell while you continue to be a sellout, and and you know, everyone for themselves, right? So it is. It is her also analyzing that shot. Mm-hmm. Um, he has ulterior motives because he was given. Uh, it's that heart of gold, man. It's that heart of gold. Uh, yeah, heart of gold, but also Harley sees it that he was given he's an like opportunity that special. the rest of them weren't. Yeah, he was yeah. given special treatment. Um, and now she's feeling the runoff where, you know, I think him saying this to her is like, you know, that that's Rick talking. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's oh, that's just, Rick Flag talking. It's like... Uh, in every other iteration of the Suicide Squad, she's the leader, but in this one, he is. And j- it's like, mm, it's unnerving, I feel like, for her, of like, you don't get to treat me like I'm five. Like, yeah, well, she's acting like it. Is she? <laughs> um, I think in the sense where she's pressing buttons, where she, she is deliberately trying to get on people's nerves. She is, you know, she's trying to get a mind that she can open up and spit in. It's a very immature thing to do when you s- when you look at it from Deadshot's point of view, where he is there to do a job. And 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 again, like she says in the minute, where she says like like you, um, I understand how the world works. And so sh- and she says, and when it comes to the heart, 
it's everyone for themselves, right? She understands what's in Deadshot's desire, like, and it's it's what he loves, and um, in his heart, he wants to be a man who makes money. He takes care of his daughter, like that. That's his priority. He wants to be a free man, and so he's gonna do what he has to to get out of there. And it doesn't matter what the rest of the team wants to do, but he does need them to cooperate with him. And what she wants is to be out. Apparently, she wants she to be free. And apparently, married to the Joker with a, a family with kids, and and so like she's out for herself as well. So, are you guys? I think you guys are sticking to that last little flash of what she wants um, a little too hard, because I think it's like one of those things. Like, uh, I'll grant you your wish of your wildest dreams. Um, it's not really ultimately, I think that's like what Harley is after. I don't think she is actually like actively working towards a quote unquote normal life. Cause look at Deadshot, uh, wanted to kill Batman and wanted to do that. Like, that's not what I get. I don't think Deadshot, like at the end of the day, he's got like a black Manta vendetta against Batman. I'm throwing in a lot of names here. But uh, I, I, yeah, I don't think that's yeah. I don't think that's what he's after. I don't think um, Harley Quinn does like verbatim wants that flashback to be real. But I'm I'm saying that she, yeah, there's a part of her that wants she that. wants to be with Joker and she wants to be like out there being. I think in the moment, King and Queen of Gotham yeah. again. Um, in the moment, I think Enchantress exploits those in all the members a little bit. Um, so I think it's a. I don't think we need to. I'm not relying too heavily on that last flash scene. No. Flashback scene, whatever. Flashback. Flash, flash forward. Oh, dream. Dream. Vision. Parallel universe? Sure. What are you counting? I was thinking of yeah, all how the... Many, are all five there? You got all five fingers, <laughs> huh? All the... <laughs> every film having a dream sequence. Oh. I, I think we said that before. We'll get there later on. Far, far down the road. Um. Yeah. No. Like it's 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 a great moment between Deadshot and Harley because it's the first bit of tension with the characters. Um. That they are our main. They they are our main characters. You know, Deadshot and Harley Quinn were the biggest selling parts of this film. People They're the most developed characters. People want to see Dead uh, Will Smith. People want to see Harley Quinn the character. Um, people want to see Will Smith as Will Smith. Yes. Can you do me a favor? Yes. When you go to post this minute on the internet, this is minute 70. Yes. So Harley has this uh, line where she smells a rat. And she smells a rat. Can you try, and it won't be the picture for the minute, but it has to be tagged on it somehow. It's the image of Jack Nicholson from The Departed, where he <laughs> does the smell a rat part. <laughs> That's what I want from you. Hey, it's me, Jack Nicholson, on set for <laughs> film The Departed. It's me, uh, Jack Nicholson. I filmed The Departed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Yeah. You know what I find unnerving? Mm. Um, when someone like Harley is would be talking to me in that type of um, tone, uh, condescending tone, with that big smile on her face. I don't like being talked down to while someone is smiling at me. She gets validation from it. I know what she's getting from it, but from me, because it's always been in a way where... Um, I feel like this has happened to you. 
uh, on a daily basis. <laughs> in the type of work that I do, it's a lot of like, um, you know, you have to, it's it's that, oh, customer is always happy. You have to make the customer, be it the customer on a retail level or a customer in a corporate purchasing level. So the way that some people will address me in a way where it's like really polite, like people write emails like it all the time, passive aggressive email, but passive aggressive in person while you're in conversation where you're 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 talking down to someone and you're kind of hinting that like you know they're they're stupid or they're not getting it and they're smiling it's like okay can we do that yeah is that just something we can do thanks it's like don't don't do that to me i it it happens on a daily basis with these people that i interact with and it makes me the other day i actually said to someone okay you know what would make this a whole hell of a lot easier if you didn't talk to me like i was 16 I'm a lot younger than the other colleagues that I have in this industry, so I get treated like a child mm-hmm. often. I don't know why, uh, but it's definitely like like I they they you know they get they they I maybe put off airs that I don't know what I'm doing, but that's stupid. Anyway, they talk down to me with the biggest smile on their face, and it annoys the hell out of me. It annoys me. This doesn't happen to you guys. Oh, You're silent. I, no, you, I work I'm in looking a, at you. You're in, no, the, I'm in a, a, a similar I'm, industry. I'm in a retail sales. environment. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, it I happens to me. Sales, it's it's sales. It's bad because it's just like, I don't know. Retail, it's you got to fucking suck it up. Sorry, I'm cursing. You got to suck it up because it is like, yeah, the customer is right. You know, it's just that adage or whatever. Mm-hmm. But with sales, it's like, I know you're not going to say no to me. I know I'm not walking out of here without you like actually placing an order just because what I it's a it's a hot commodity. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a commodity. And the way when they're just like, like, okay, just don't do that to me. Just like be straight, be real. Tell me if I'm, you know, imposing or anything like that. And if I get that vibe like, hey, we don't have to do this now. I'll see you later, you know, but don't talk to me like I'm 16 and like you're trying to get me in trouble. You know, I don't know. That's what I get when she's talking to Deadshot. Like, she's calling out, like, you know, uh, she's being a tattletale, but she's in the right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's weird that she's in the right. But, you know, like... um, But also she's... But also Deadshot's in the right because she says, I know how this world works. Everybody's Mm -hmm. working on it out for themselves. themselves, Deadshot's doing... Is doing just that. He's out for himself. But it's weird because he's asking everybody to play as a team now where his ulterior motive is that he is out for himself. Yeah, because, again, he's saying that, like, you know, if they don't blow our heads off, like, everyone else in the city is trying to kill us. But so it's like a means to, to an to end together. thing. Um, but, I mean, it's it's weird how these last few weeks have been just a great movie, like, compared to the beginning of this film. Like, like I'm enjoying the content that these characters have and the, and the scenes all together um, these last three weeks that we've talked about, it's just been a cohesive movie mm-hmm. and it wasn't like that the first uh, 10 weeks yeah. that we talked about it. So it's been a very weird trip where like recently this whole middle part of this movie um, I would it's argue fine. is, is the best part of this movie. The mm-hmm. second act of this movie is, is the actual film. Yeah. Um, we finally reached the building where Amanda Waller is in. Spoiler alert. Um, Still lit. Yeah, with the one cloud. 
The one cloud, it's like not on fire. It's not a damaged building, but it it's is. It's not a building with a sky beam that's coming out. It's a hole in the ozone layer. It's, got, it's definitely surrounded by yellow smoke. It is the weirdest thing. I don't even know if that's. A is it supposed sm- to be ominous? I don't know what that is. Is I, there imagery that we can pull out of this with Amanda Waller being at the top of this building that I did, has some weird... I did pause it on the screen for a reason. Yeah. Check out the name of the building. Yeah. What is the name of the building? I can't see it from here. Oh, Johnny, let me be your eyes. Thank this you. says John F. Ostrander Federal Building. Do you know who that gentleman is? I do not. Guy that did Suicide Squad. The creator oh, of Suicide Squad is John F. Ostrander, and that is his name on the building. Yeah. John F. Ostrander Federal Building. Um, it's a little Easter egg. It's an Easter egg. Tip of the hat, nod of the chin, flash of the teeth. Is his Don't favorite do that through rat. primates because they might take offense to is it. Is his favorite color yellow? Um, I don't know. You know he invented the building? You know he invented the color yellow? I, that's what I thought he was going to say. That was going to be really quick, too. I was. G- <laughs> um, you know who really invented Suicide Squad? No. Soldier Boy. Oh. He wanted to call it Soldier Squad, but... yeah. <sighs> studio stepped in yeah anyways <laughs> the team arrives at the john f ostrander federal building and what do you think they do in a federal building um is it like an fbi building or is it just you know that's just where argus is and it's just got secrets it probably it could be very much a facade for the government well i mean considering amanda waller spoiler is at the top it might be argus yeah it could be a, an argus an Ar- related building yeah, it could be an Argus building that they just... We are a federal building. That's all you need to know. That could be a very good question, Nate. Next time you're in downtown Orlando and you see a random federal building... Don't go, go in there. You know, don't I'm starting it. to think when Rick Flagg, you know, we don't... We know that Amanda Waller is up there because we've seen the movie and I guess that's like w- a big spoiler, but... I don't think so at all. No, but also... When I saw this movie for the did first you, uh, that's time... W- that was my question. I was going to say, when you were first watching this movie, did you know that they were going to go see Amanda Waller? <laughs> yes. When he was like, okay, our body's up there, we got to get the extraction. Are you thinking, who could that be? Cause, yeah, because uh, it's not the same... Enchantress bu- is in the if they, train station. If they, if they were like, yo, let's take a knee, and they pointed towards the giant building with the sky beam in it, yeah. I would have been like, okay, that's Enchantress. But they're pointing to a, a building with yellow smoke. I'm going... Okay, Amanda Waller's in there. Mm. And so when... Uh, we'll save it. No, well, that was my question. Because w- I want to save it for when we get to that scene where oh. the realization okay. of who they're rescuing. But yeah, to me, it was like, oh, Amanda Waller's in that building? Like, we're... That's it, right? But my thing is, she... She... Re- okay, here's another thing. She put her safety on the line of criminals. Well, like Rick Flagg and, and uh, Amanda Waller were in the same hotel room when Enchantress escaped, and Rick Flagg got out of there. He was like, "All right, Enchantress taking over the city. I'm gonna go get the team." Like you said, she has something in that us. office that she needs. I don't know why she would be trapped. She's not. Trapped. Rick Flagg could have just left. I don't know. I think this is all like a ruse to see if they will prove their worth or not. I thought it was just a scramble situation. Oh, shit, I'm trapped in this building. Uh, all my military people are going. I guess we use the bad guys. I think it's the squad's proving. Do you think it's like an initiation Yeah. Oh, uh, I didn't think that. I thought this was like option D. Because my thing is like, why would she put her life on the line when she what could just call a, Batman? Because um, she doesn't call Batman. Why would she call Batman? Because uh, he is invested in her just as much uh, as Batman's she Batman's not a hero, though. At least not right now. 
But what I'm saying is, like, she has other connects that she could exhaust Mm. that is not the squad. My thing is, she's the initiator of this squad. Like, she created it, right? Yeah. So this is her way of seeing if they'll prove to her whether they'll work out or not. Oh, I never saw that. I didn't think that at all. I thought it was, like, uh, what else are we going to do? Because at the end of the day, she can get extracted by the mercenaries that they hired from the government. Oh, but no, I I think they addressed that. I think, like, they were saying, like, everybody... Because this building is full of uh, as the adversary later on. We see next week. Um, I think all those people were trying to get to her, but they all got assimilated. That's a good way to put it. What? Assimilated. I think I said that in the previous week as well. No, like, and that was a good theory. But at the well, same I time. Well, I mean, that's what they are doing. Borg or not, buddy. They could still <laughs> have helicoptered her out. We'll, we'll ask those questions. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like uh, I'm th- you. they're raising more questions. It's their I didn't initiation. think this was an initiation because I, I just felt I like d- she needed saving. Yeah, I think it was. It, I think it was the last ditch option because they had all their tryouts and like then some time went by, and then it was like, oh crap, something bad happened. All the military is indisposed. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Again, I'm like watching this movie for somewhat of a first time. There's bits and pieces that I remember. So we'll figure it out when we get there. Mm-hmm. And we'll call you into the room. Cool. Johnny, we got it. Johnny, thank you for joining us again on season three, Suicide Squad Minute. Um, I really enjoyed these episodes and I've enjoyed the last 15 episodes, the last 15 minutes of this movie. It's been great. It sounds weird saying 15 minutes because that sounds like a short amount of time, but uh, it's been... It's where the action is. Well, as we've seen in this minute, or this week, it's been the character development, so it's been zero action. It's just Action been doesn't have to be fighting. Can well, be I guess the creation. S- motorcycle surfing was action. Um... But yeah, like, I I think it's it's been great, and I think the week that you had... Like, I wanted you to talk about some of these extended cut minutes. So, um, it's just been a great movie. And um, thank you for joining us. You want to plug your show one more time before you leave us? Sure. Uh, (coughs) If you like the format, uh, I do the same sort of thing um, with the Austin Powers movies. I'm on um, the Spy Who Shagged Me right now. Uh, Mostly, almost done with that one. Um, and then I'll be doing gold member. And if you want to keep up with me, you can join the electric psychedelic pussycat swingers club where I have past guests and everything, just like the, the society for this, uh, podcast. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. You want them to follow you on social media at all? I, you can, if you want to at Austin powers, men on Twitter, search me on Facebook. I don't know what my personal handle is because some old man has my actual handle on Johnny M and Johnny P. Yeah, it's okay. But I'll I forget which one out. is where because some old man Johnny has P one of on them on Twitter. Instagram. Johnny M is on Instagram. Great, I'm glad you know my life. Social media manager. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. We could join us, guests, and listeners of the show talking about today's minutes or any minutes you're catching up on, whether it's Man of Steel Minute or Dawn of Justice Minute. And don't forget, we also have merch that you can buy at tpublic.com slash user slash 2 media. 
I probably should just make a tooldmedia.com merch website. But uh, yeah, you can buy stickers for Suicide Squad Minute. You can find t-shirts and coffee mugs for all the Dawn of Justice stuff that we've created. And uh, we also do a other podcast called Doom Patrol Radio, where we'll be talking about DC Universe's Doom Patrol by each individual episode. We'll catch you guys next week for minute number 71 of Suicide Squad.